thank you thank you thank you so much for tuning into another episode of networking it's your superpower and hey hey what's up it's keisha your host and i wanted to just pop in today to be sure to remind you that my best-selling book networking it's your superpower is out here popping in these streets the book helps with tips and tools on connecting building relationships and truth is if you're not cultivating the relationships you already have they do nothing but you must do the work and engage 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 get new connections by engaging engaging and engaging and be sure that you're using social media to connect with people okay make sure that you visit my website mrs Keish speaks for the book i will autograph it specially and send it to you you can also find the book on barnesandnobles.com as well as amazon you can search networking it's your superpower and the book will come up i would love your support and again thank you so much for being with me on this journey this one year celebration of the podcast is everything 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 thank you for being here thank you for your yes and you know what you all i have an amazing guest today she is the founder of college bound village have you heard of them cbv college bound village is a place where they invite high school students college students parents teachers mentors grandparents godparents tutors and everyone else in between to get connected you can find them on facebook and she's out here in these clubhouse streets get connected use the resources and here's the thing each one teach one so when we find things we have to make sure that we're giving those things back out and that's just what lily st christopher is doing she has an amazing tribe with a group of over 2500 individuals that are getting all the tips and tricks so if you have not gotten in there get in there and learn some tips and tools to help you reduce stress when it comes to that college process they have so many great things that they do so get ready i'm getting ready to bring lily in and get ready you all she has some gems she's gonna drop and she's out here doing amazing things so be sure to connect again they're on facebook and you can find them on clubhouse college bound village lily st christopher i'm getting ready to bring her in officially welcome to another episode of networking it's your superpower and i am excited to bring to you today lily (laughs) of college bound village lily 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 Uh, tell us tell my listeners a little bit about you well i'm lily st christopher and i am the founder of the college bound village and i started um the village in May of 2019, I started a Facebook group. And I started it because my son, who is now a sophomore in college, he graduated from college with, or from high school with a, about $500,000 in scholarships. And um, so as a result of nice. that, yeah, yeah. So as a result of that, I had all of these people asking me, like, how did he do it and what did he do? And so instead of, you know, continuing to be on calls with people and ask questions, I started a group so we could talk about it. Um, Ooh, smart, (laughs) smart. So as we sit here today, we have about a little over 2,600 members in our Facebook group. Um, and I also launched into a entrepreneurial effort in July of this, of last year, July of 2020. And mm-hmm. I started a business, uh, which is 
an extension of that Facebook group. And so in that, in that business, we share uh, virtual training. We also share uh, other types of trainings. And then I also send out a newsletter every Sunday. And I've been partnering with several different people in different spaces in the educational arena. So it's expanded. We are helping more people. We're helping parents of students that are in high school and college. We're also helping adults who are going back to school to get their higher education and just sharing strategies with them that are um, helpful and beneficial for them. I love the fact that there's a diverse group of individuals that you're working with, because often you'll hear that organizations that do things like this, they really only do it for the youth. But the fact that you all are helping adults as well, I think that's a really big deal because often I often see that we don't have access to those resources. And you're right. I can see all of those scholarships. I've gone to several graduations over the last 10 years where you see only a certain group of students have over $500,000 in scholarships. And I'm like, what in the world did they do to get to that place? So I'm excited to have this conversation and I'm excited to kind of really introduce you to the podcast so that individuals can have access to what it is that you're doing so that they can learn more about it as well. So first of all, Lily, again, thank you for joining us here on Networking It's Your Superpower. And the big thing I want to know is what is your style of connecting those people? What, how do you network to get those individuals through the door or through the email or through Facebook or through however you're getting them in there? What are you doing that is getting them in there? What are some things you're doing? Well, that's a really good question. Um, there's a couple of things that have happened last year that have driven the increase in interest. So one of them is that by um, I have what I call scholarship Saturday sessions. And those mm -hmm. are 90 minute sessions where I work with parents and students specifically on scholarships. So before we attend that, before when they sign up, they have to choose at least three scholarships that they're going to work on. And then we actually work on those scholarships during that time. I help to answer their questions and then they continue along their journey in terms of applying for them. And then after we do that, I get all sorts of feedback from them to say, oh, this was so beneficial. It really mm, helped me out. Yeah, you know, They're sharing it on their Instagram page or on their Facebook page. They'll tag me in different spaces on social media or just send me an email back. And so, you know, that's kind of like that word of mouth where people, they hear it from others and then they continue to uh, bring more people in, in terms of asking questions for us. We do that. And then um, I've recently been, in addition to the Facebook group, I've recently been on the Clubhouse app. And uh, Okay, Clubhouse. And, and, <laughs> and I'm telling you, the Clubhouse app, if you have an iPhone, and you have some time, the networking on the Clubhouse app is really great. And through the it, roof. It, it's really, it's amazing, Miss um, Keisha. And, you know, it's interesting. So one of the things we, I, I mean, I have my vision for the Facebook group in 2021, but mm -hmm. I, I've only been in Clubhouse app for three weeks. 
And we have um, about 150 people right now on the wait list to get in the, oh, in the, in the Facebook group. <laughs> that is so beautiful. Yes. So say that again. Anybody that has an iOS device, because they don't need necessarily have an iPhone, oh. but anyone that has an iOS device. So if you have an iPad, you can get your bottom on Clubhouse. The level of connectivity is the bomb.com. I love to hear that there's a wait list, but what happens with those people that are waiting? Yeah, so what, what I've done, I have two admins who are in the group. One is my niece, who is uh, also a, she's in the admissions financial aid area, her college. And then I have another uh, young lady who is in, and she's in, in um, Ohio. And then my other admin is in St. Louis, and she works in higher okay. education, too. And both of them, so we actually met and we are taking the month of January to review our mission, vision for the group to make sure that we are all in alignment with mm -hmm. uh, where we want to go this year. And then, so what, what I'm doing is we normally have between 20 and 30 people that join our group. That's kind of like the cadence for that. And I don't want to, I really don't want to change that culture too much with having that many people all at once, you know, to go into the group. So, you know, so, so what we're doing is we're coming up with what we feel are, are is criteria that would really um, shape and make sure that we're bringing in individuals who we feel like are going to be able to benefit, but also contribute into the atmosphere as well for that. And so by the end of the month, our goal is to be able to get it back on track in terms of that cadence. But we're also thinking about. Um, you know, kind of setting a, a, a limit to say this is the this is the total number that we feel comfortable with, because I really appreciate the culture. Uh, it's a very inspiring yes. group. And, you know, I don't know about you, but I've been I'm in several Facebook groups and some of them are just either not really active or the information is not that valuable. And then you have these side conversations that are not productive. And so uh, we, I, I, will, I will tell you the village is a place that you can go in, get inspired and you can share information with others. And they really, I have like about top 30 people that I, I recognize for their contribution who are sharing scholarships mm, and all that. Okay. And they really help to self-monitor what is going on in that group. And so it's just been really a blessing to be a part of the village and the culture that we've been able to create in there. And so while, you know, I don't anticipate we'll keep that high of a waiting list, but I am, you know, I would encourage anybody okay. who's listening here, like make sure you have a completed profile, make sure that you have your complete e right. emails because my email for my Facebook group is how I add them to my email list. So they're getting the information every Sunday as well through the email. And then they can continue to, um, to continue to grow and get the scholarships and learn more about that. So those are mm -hmm. my two primary areas that I am uh, distributing information and sharing information. I absolutely love that. Now, I want to go back just for a few seconds because I usually like to open up and ask people how we met. So I want to ask you, do you remember how we met? And then share an experience where we've been in the place and we've networked or things that we've done. Help us hear that. Yeah. So I don't remember how we met. I think we met. <laughs> I think we met somewhere on Facebook is what I remember. Social media, and that's exactly a, what I yeah. wanted you to say. Yeah, yeah. it was in a yeah. group, somebody's group <laughs> that I was a part of. Yes, and I'm yes. And you know, I have 
a podcast too, same name. Well, it's College Bound Village, and it's a it's an anchor as well. And I'm going to be re, I'm rebooting that this month, which is why I really wanted to be on your podcast so that we could, you know, it could be a part of that continuity in trying to get this going again. But I I've, I've since found that we know several of the same people because I am I'm from East St. Louis, Illinois. I live in St. Okay. Louis, you know, and I know you live in St. Louis too. Um, but I, I think that we have been, I know that we've been on a couple, at least one moderation in the clubhouse app. And, um, and, and I want to say, it seems like that moderation was either about married women or it was something to do with, uh, it could have even been like an intentional morning type of yes, conversation. I think it was. That's Camille Dangerfield's <laughs> yes. group. Yes. yes. Camille goes in with her intentional yes, woman. She morning. really does. It's a, it's such a, it really is a blessing to be a part of that. And it's been helping me because I've been doing my daily affirmations and uh, really just been trying to be intentional with the daily checklist and be more organized. Isn't it a gift? It, oh. it, it is. It is to, to be reflective and journaling and all it those things. It is such a gift. It makes a, it oh. makes a difference. It makes a difference. And the reason that I wanted to bring that up, because I think about I'm getting a lot of people that may have purchased the book, my book, Networking It's Your Superpower, and they reach back out and they say, you know what? How do you connect to people virtually in these times right now? And one of the things that, just like you said, is we connected in a group on Facebook, and then we took that outside of there, made a connection, and then that's how you keep it going. And really, it's not rocket science, but what it does require is it requires the follow through. And that's the one thing that I keep saying is we must show up, speak up. And follow up. And I got that from Dr. Cheryl Wood. And really, when I think about in all of those component components, the thing that really makes sense is the organic connection. And that is where the gift lies in networking, understanding that our networks really make us stronger because our network equals our net worth. And that's always what I would want to remind people all the time. So that really is just a great opportunity for us to really talk about how you connect on social media. Now, what are you doing to connect with people on Clubhouse? Because that's also social media. What are you doing? Well, so um, what I'm doing, I have um, one, I've asked to start my own club, the College Bound Village. So I'm waiting um, to do that. But in the interim, like many. yes, like, like many. <laughs> but in the interim, I am um, hosting scholarships, a one-on-one session every Wednesday evening at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time and every Sunday evening of 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Um, so I'm doing those okay. two. And I also have um, partnered, I've been partnering with different individuals who are, who have like college-related topics. And so I'll be in a room with someone and I'll say, you know, I'm very interested in collaborating with you, for example, on a college topic. And then the next thing I know, somebody has um, tagged me in a, a particular meeting or something like that. Oh, and, and, yeah. yeah. Like today, for example, I um, someone who was in a prior room with me, she was having a PhD FAQ and SIP calling all black and brown, ah! all black and brown scholars, you know, and, you know, I don't have my PhD, but I, I, obviously I talked to several 
of people who are interested in getting money to get their PhD. Right. So, yeah, right. so she tagged me in there and we moderated, I co-moderated a group today with her. Okay. Um, that had about, our, I think at the max she sent it to me, had about 50 people in there. And that was just something organic that she heard me in another room. And I said, if you want to collaborate. And so she just tagged me. And it was really great because I learned a lot about that process with the PhD process, the different grants and fellowships. Um, yes, yeah. it's the intention for me. Yeah. It is the intention. It was really great. And I absolutely love that. I love it. And I would love to kind of collaborate absolutely. with you as well and talk about that whole networking piece and how really we have to get out of our comfort zones really to get to where we want to get. Mm-hmm. And it may not seem like it's easy, but there's an amazing process that as you keep going and keep doing it and keep going and keep doing it, it gets easier and easier and easier. I would love, love, love to do that. I, I, I would love to do well, that too. Yeah, well, let's do that. Well, I just have a couple more questions for you. I wanted to ask you when it comes to your networking style, tell us what your networking style is and tell us, Really? So even before COVID, what was your networking style? It's funny that you asked that. So that is a place that I'm not the best at. I will tell you that. And I remember when your book came out and I was thinking, I need this book. So I bought the book. I read the book. It's a very easy read. And I have been trying to, and some of this, I, I would say that I naturally am curious about people and learning about people, yeah. you know, but I am honestly one of those people that my, as I'm interacting with others, it kind of takes my energy. So I'm introverted in that way, Ooh, right? Same. I'm in that way. <laughs> um, so I really have to conserve that and be real strategic about that. But I would tell you that I have tried to, the area that I have to work on the most is the follow-up. And one, mm. so what I've been doing is I think yeah. using different tools to help me for the scheduling, the follow-up, and then the connecting. Good. And then be, just Good. being like authentic, being genuine, and trying to build relationships around um, and with people who I have commonalities with. And, uh, and also, yeah. you know, just trying to find mentors, informal and formal mentors that can help me uh, when I'm in places where I'm either stuck or I just feel like I need more information. That is so amazing that you spoke that out. And I love how you see that that's something that you want to focus on. So now you're going deeper. It's that deeper dive that causes us to become what it is that we're looking for. And when we think about it, I say this all the time. We come out of the womb, reaching our hands out, wanting to be connected. We just are people that are meant to be connected to other people. And as we look at it through that process and that lens of networking, I always say take the name networking off and think of it as a relationship. And as we build those relationships, just like any relationship, we don't want a one night stand. Now, don't get me wrong. Sometimes people do want a one night stand, right? right? But not in this situation. You want to make sure that you're building and the key in that piece is the follow-up everything that we do is the follow-up when we're in sales so I started off in sales way back in as a recruiter I started off in collections I did all of those things when it came to sales and one of the things that I had amazing leaders that taught me so much in the process it was always in this in the follow-up everything was in the follow-up everything was in the follow-up so building the relationship everything came through that follow-up when I looked at the key performance indicators all of my KPIs Mm -hmm. showed me 
that I was able to roll because that follow-up came. And that follow-up was one of the big pieces that my manager used to say, you know what, if you are not following up, if you don't have it in a system that you followed up, this is a write-up. So because he would write me up <laughs> if I didn't follow up, mm -hmm. <laughs> if I didn't document it, if I didn't write it down, if it wasn't documented where someone can see it, it became something that kind of stuck with me. Because it wasn't natural for me to follow up. I'm going to naturally connect. But when I found out that the big piece in it is the follow-up, it really, really, really took me to a different place. And it really allowed me to get to a place where I was able just to get it and stick with it and keep it going. And that's the one thing that I always want to remind people is to make sure that you are following up because that is where the game changes in that follow-up. So in the book, you saw the cheat sheet in there. Are you using the cheat sheet? Not every time, but I, I use it. I use it sometimes. <laughs> and actually, what you were talking about this show up, speak up, follow up. Um, yes. I, I, that I show up, and the speak up for me is to be more clear and concise with my messaging. And I think yes. that is something else that I've found and I've been reflecting upon that so that I can be more intentional and be able to provide that value. And when I, one, one of the real big lessons that I learned about the village when I first started that was that because of the way it grew, you know, the idea that I could have, you know, 2,600 people that are actually talking about this stuff and interested in this helped me to understand, like, who is my target market and who are the people who are going to get me? And so I learned even that sometimes we have to put ourselves in different scenarios to figure that out because we might be in a space that the people who you're around are never going to get you. So you might just need to move to some a different space or uh, view something differently, or you may have to communicate in a different way. But I think finding my, you know, they talk about that tribe or, you know, yes. your own personal board of directors or whatever you want to call it, I think has been very, um, it, it's just been life-changing for me to be able to have that confidence to say that, I'm providing the value to the people who I'm supposed to be. And I, I really am letting God order my steps and letting him to help me to do those things that I need to do. So I would just encourage people who are listening to know that if you're not being effective or if you're if there's something about the energy that's around you that's negative, it, that's you, good. To, you might need to change mm -hmm. your um, the place, the physical place that you are, and really, you know, think through all of that and be reflective upon that journal, write it out and think about what is going on. And the KPIs that you were talking about, data is very important. I use data. Ooh, I do. I it use is. data in the social media when I'm looking at what are the best times to post uh, information? You know, what are the best times, what are the best days of the week to share information and who are the people who are the demographics of the people that are listening to me or that are taking action, you know? So I think data is really important and we have to, that's a, a big component of what you're talking about with the networking is being strategic, working smarter, not harder. Mm -hmm. you know? Yes. And then yes. trying to scale because this year it's all about value. And in that value, I'm looking at what can I maintain? What can I automate? What can I eliminate? And then what can I delegate? Because mm -hmm. I only have a certain amount yeah. of time. That's it. That's it. And that's a win. And when we look at it from that perspective, 
we get to set up our journey the way that we want our journey to be. And it's all about the intentionality. I absolutely love that. So this last question is part of the, this is the, the round where I love people just to share what they're doing, what they're doing that are wins, any accomplishments that you'd want to toot your horn for. Share with us any things that you have coming and then where individuals can find you online, where we can find the village. And then, yeah. Tell okay. Me and Keisha, I think that I, I think my phone, there was a little bit of static. So I just want you to know that part about this part in case something happens. Um, so in terms of where to find me, I am on all sorts of social media platforms, College Bound Village. We have a Facebook group and a Facebook page. Um, and in my Instagram, which is under uh, college, um, it's under college underscore village. I think that's what it is. But there is a linked tree link and it has all the links where you can connect with us. Um, we also have a Twitter page now as well. And um, we have our website, of course, collegeboundvillage.org. So those are the main areas that you can um, connect with me. I'm also in the clubhouse at the at El St. Christopher. Uh, you can find me there as well. So I think those are all the places. I love it. And then anything you want to share, any wins, any amazingness, share any accomplishments that you love for us to know as well. Um. What I want to share, there are a couple of things I will share with you. I think, you know, as you, I told, talked to you about my bio and helping my son to gain those scholarships. But the other thing I'm pretty proud of is that my, uh, I went back to college and I, yeah, Ooh. and I see you're going back to college too, but I went, I know. I, I know. Am. So I went back to college to earn my master's degree in business, my MBA. And I graduated when I was 45 years old. So I had been out of school. like Come on, 45. 20, well, that was a couple <laughs> years ago. But I, I was out of school over 20 years and I decided to go back. And when I went back, I also wanted to go back without any debt. So I utilized the tuition reimbursement from my job, my day Come job. Come on. And then, Ooh, um, and then my yeah. husband is a disabled veteran. So he also had Chapter 35 benefits. And so I was able to use that money along with the tuition reimbursement. And I went back and got my degree debt free, which is again, why I've, I feel that I'm qualified to talk to people who are also getting their higher education degrees or going back to school after being out so long, because I went, you know, I had the class, the, the school is a physical school, but I took online classes. So I have some experience in having those classes online and canvas and communicating with virtual teams and, you know, those kinds of things. Uh, the other thing I will share with you that I, I think is pretty unique about me is that I worked for a technology company for seven years, a global technology company. And there were, uh, there was a, about a year in there that I, I conducted international training and project management. And so I have also traveled um, to multiple countries um, uh, conducting that training in about, I guess I'd say three or four continents at a time. And I've had opportunities to do that too. And I do think that global and international communications and, and networking is so important, especially in these days and age. Absolutely. So yeah. So in addition Ooh. to that, just, I would say like the, the whole, th there is this, idea that we are going to be better, you know, by ourselves, but really we're better together. And I think we have more in common than we think. And this whole idea of, of higher education, trying to uh, get the wealth gap to be narrowed down and all of that, 
those are those are the issues that are faced in a lot of different communities, um, communities of color, but mm-hmm. a lot of different communities. And I do think that the idea of going to college, which my son, the the full, the, he he in, ended up going to the University of Missouri St. Louis, um, so and he, the full ride was a hundred thousand dollars. So if you just think about the fact that he got a hundred thousand dollars in in as as far as his education is concerned, that could have been a hundred thousand dollars in student loan debt. Or, you know, and, and that could sure be a could house or like a down payment on the house or whatever you say, depending on how you live. But that's a, a that you can look at it like an investment or that can be a huge debt. So it just really depends on how you think about it. And, and that's that's what right, I try to get right. parents to see, because parents are also taking out debt for their students and that. And they already have yes, ma'am. that they still haven't paid off. Yes, <laughs> so, ma'am. So that's <laughs> another thing that I'm I know that. is like, yes. okay, there's so much to unpack in that space. And it is, it it is. is not throwing it money at people. It, you cannot do that. They have to have a strategy. And it has to be a full family conversation. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think the biggest thing is the strategy because I have girls that have graduated college well my oldest graduated college and you know what we did is I went to work at the school and she went to the school tuition free and then my middle girl she has full ride scholarship to Missouri oh, yeah. S&T Rolla she did mm-hmm. the A plus scholarship we did programs through Clayco and through the CCDI project and programs that they do to give the students scholarships they did everything that she needed and you know what when I think back and look at it I asked God for that. I put that on my vision board. I made the vision plain. I wrote it out and I said it out loud and I started competing it, competing, <laughs> repeating it and saying it and believing it and walking by faith. Hebrews 10 38 says, the okay, I live by faith. Come on. And so I said Come that on. thing by faith. And you know what? Neither one of them will graduate with debt. And I said, okay, God, none of them going to get have debt. Okay. <laughs> Such a hey, blessing. We are Such to a blessing. be the lender and not the borrower. And we so so we have yes, to, be able to speak life into those things that we're supposed to. And I actually have two brothers who attended Missouri S T too. So yeah. So Okay. Yes. Well, thank you so much. Thank you again for coming on this evening. I really, really, really appreciate you. I'll make sure that all of your information is here for my listeners to find you. And you know what I want you to do is to keep winning, keep doing what you're doing. And I will continue to see you in these St. Louis streets and these clubhouse streets. All right. <laughs> okay. All right, I, Lily. I be I've blessed. Another. It, it did the thing again. Can you hear me now? Yeah, that uh, that last part was kind of yeah. I hear you. Do you want to redo it again? Yeah. Yep. I was gonna say here. Here is what I want you to know, Lily. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep connecting. Keep believing. Keep winning. If I don't see you in the St. Louis streets, I know you. I will see you. Okay. In these clubhouse <laughs> streets, but stay connected. Right. Keep doing what you do. <laughs> I'm grateful for you and your spirit. And thank you so much for connecting and reaching out. Yes, and I'm glad we finally, finally got, got this thing in. It's been a while. We've been talking about this for months. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Well, thank you again. This was really great. I appreciate your time. You're welcome. Okay. Absolutely. You I'll see you soon.